And yes, I did work for a couple heating and air companies. Very short runs. Uh, the My first heating and air job, nine months into the job, um, I was fired. He told me, he said, you'll never, you'll never make it as a mechanic. And, and boy, was he right. Because I, I, I was a decent technician, but I was never um, as good as the technicians we have today at McAfee. I was decent. And, uh, but it took me longer to figure out electrical problems, and it took me longer to uh, figure out circuit board problems and all that kind of stuff. And um, I was a business mechanic, not, not a technical mechanic. Um, and then today, we don't have mechanics. Um, you got to be mechanically inclined, but today we have technical people who know how to troubleshoot from a technical standpoint with today's systems. So, Mr. Whaley, you were correct, sir. I never did make it as a mechanic. <laughs> hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hi, Greg McAfee here with another Greg McAfee Show podcast. Um, also, if you guys are not subscribed to the YouTube or pod channel, feel free to do so because each week I put out this content because I really want to see each and every one of you succeed. So if you hit that button, turn on the notifications, and on every Tuesday when I put out a new episode, you'll be the first to see it. And I'm very serious about helping you grow. When I coach someone, uh, when I coach a business owner, I'm as passionate about growing their business as they are because I take it serious. And it's a lot of fun. And as hard as, as, hard as it is, sometimes just having a coach who's been there and done that makes it so much easier. As a matter of fact, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about having a business coach. We're going to talk about having a business mentor. Just what does that do for you? What's well, done a lot for me at McAfee. And I, I thought back this morning, I was thinking about who was my first business coach. And I did work for a customer who had a company, a little, it was a small consulting company um, called Bear Management. And I uh, did the work for him and did service to system. And um, by the way, I own, in case you don't know, I own McAfee Heating and Air. We're in uh, Kettering, Ohio. It's a suburb of Dayton, Ohio. Um, we've I started with two hundred seventy-four dollars and a used truck, and we've grown to um, number one in our territory in the residential market. Uh, I wrote a book. I wrote this book last year. Um, build and grow your HVAC business, and it will tell you how I did it. It's a very easy read, uh, but it's got a lot of good information in it that's going to save you a lot of time and money, and that, that's how I look at it. So my first business coach was Bear Management, and he basically walked me through the basics of business which I did not understand at the time. 
And and just so you know, I hated school, didn't do well in school. Steve Jobs graduated with a 2.6, and I was less than Steve. Uh, School bored me. I couldn't wait to get out. I always worked. I worked two jobs, even through high school. I was in the what uh, they called the OWE, um, the work program. I went to school to uh, I went to school in the morning, got out at 11 a.m., went to work at noon, worked a job to 3:30, uh, and then I went to my second job at four and worked till nine. And I did that four or five days a week, and I worked one job on Saturday. So I just enjoyed working, making money. Um, so I then um, continued to work two jobs. I, I moved to Dayton. Um, my dad and, and, and grandpa both retired from Firestone Tire and Rubber, so that's what I thought I wanted to do. So um, my dad said, if you want in, I can get you in. And I said, definitely. So uh, I moved to Dayton, Ohio from Mansfield, Ohio, which is a couple hours, about 120 miles north. And I um, worked there for a couple years and decided, didn't think I wanted to do do that the rest of my life. Uh, I then joined the Marine Corps and served some time in there and and took, uh, I, uh, I was in communications and um, I enjoyed it, but I didn't want to do that the rest of my life either. Um, I did take a, uh, they had uh, little classes that you could take to earn credits for promotion. And I took a class called um, refrigeration um, servicing. I took the class. I liked it. It was interesting. So when I got out of active duty, I stayed in the reserves for a couple years I went to heating and I went back to work for Firestone. They held my job and I went back to work for Firestone. And at night I went to uh, night school for heating and air conditioning. And within that class, I didn't know how, I didn't know when, but I knew one day I was going to have my own heating and air business. And uh, sure enough, three or four, three years later, um, I had my own, I started my own heating and air conditioning company again with $274 and a used Ford Ranger with no air conditioning. Okay. Um, I wore out a lot of shoes. I went door to door. I made hundreds of phone calls a day. I was constantly calling people and going door to door and find, seeing if I could find work. So when I was serviced this gentleman, um, this customer, um, I hired him. He charged me a very low fee. But he taught me just some some of the basics of business, and I was grateful. Um, also, during that time, I was also grateful. Um, I was doing work for um, someone. His name was uh, Mr. Kentner, and he owned a CPA firm. <clears throat> he was also into real estate. So I was working on one of his um, small shopping centers, residential units. Someone had stole the unit and I was replacing it. And just out of the blue, he came out there and he said, um, so, uh, how much do you pay yourself? And I said, um, I haven't paid myself, sir. I said, I'm taking little draws here and there. 
I mean, that was back in 1990, but I was taking little draws of 20 bucks here and there. Um, and he said, well, you need to pay yourself. He said, uh, let, me, let me see what I can do. So by the time I finished the job, he had written on a piece of paper, I want you to start paying yourself. And he wrote down the amount. It was actually $1,200 a month. And then he listed the taxes, FICA, state, all that, that I needed to, um, federal, FICA, state, that I needed to take out of the the amount of $1,200, which left me at that time about $1,000 a month. And he said, now I want you to pay yourself just like you pay your vendors. In other words, I want you to pay yourself on time. You do not miss it. I took it to heart and I never missed it. And I went from 1200 to 1400 to 1600 to 1800 and today I'm at 2000. No, I'm just kidding. But I I kept doing it. I never missed a pay period for myself and uh that really helped me because if I and and that was by the way that was uh a year and a half into my business, I still was not paying myself. Uh, so my wife did have a job. We got married the same year I started McAfee. So we got married, bought a house, started a business in that order, same year. And she did work and she made enough to cover our expenses, basically. And I um, made enough in the business to pay for the company's truck repairs, gas, you know, stuff like that. And uh, so anyway, very, very, very slow growth. But I appreciate bear management and I appreciate Mr. Kentner. Um, And then I also, uh, I kind of met this guy that I thought at the time was a big company. He probably had 10 people um, when I had one. And it was a company called Shiver Heating and Air. And Um, Dave Shiver invited me over to his shop, talked to me about some stuff, just kind of hung out with me. You know, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot by seeing kind of what they did. And yes, I did work for a couple heating and air companies, very short runs. Uh, the, my first heating and air job, nine months into the job, um, I was fired. He told me, he said, you'll never, you'll never make it as a mechanic. And, and boy, was he right. Because I, I, I was a decent technician, but I was never um, as good as the technicians we have today at McAfee. I was decent, and uh, but it took me longer to figure out electrical problems, and it took me longer to uh, figure out circuit board problems and all that kind of stuff. And um, I was a business mechanic, not not a technical mechanic. Um, and then today we don't have mechanics. Um, you got to be mechanically inclined, but today we have technical people who know how to troubleshoot from a technical standpoint with today's systems. So, Mr. Whaley, you were correct, sir. I never did make it as a mechanic. Um, Little does he know that uh, by the second year, maybe by the third year in business, we surpassed his company in total revenue. But, uh, so, I've got the, the bear management, Mr. Kentner, Shiver Heating and Air. And then I sent out a letter to um, three different heating and air conditioning companies in Ohio 
outside of my territory that appeared to be very large, according to the Yellow Pages back then. And out of the three, I wrote a letter and I said, I would, I would love to meet with you. I would love to buy your lunch. I would love to ask you a few questions and I'll give you $100 for your time. And Mark Swepston from Atlas Butler called me, said, Greg, I got your letter. Uh, can you meet next Wednesday? I said, yes, sir. So I put on a dress pants and a dress shirt and a tie and a jacket. And I went to Columbus, Ohio, about an hour away. I drove to Columbus in my little Ford Ranger. And I walked into Atlas Butler Heating and Cooling, which was one of the largest companies in Columbus. And Mark Swepston, I waited a few minutes. Mark Swepston came down and greeted me. He was wearing a service uniform. And uh, so he thought that's what I would be wearing. So he was trying to mirror what I would be wearing. And here I wore a suit. But anyway, we hit it off. Uh, I spent six hours with him the first day. We went out to lunch. He would not let me buy his lunch, and he did not take my $100. And we met at least four times a year. Every every year since then, up until the last, um, uh, up until this year with uh, coronavirus, um, we, were, we, we would meet two to three times a year, halfway, have lunch, talk, talk about things. Um, I was a sponge. I learned a lot. I are indeed a lot, robbed and duplicated some of the stuff they were doing um, as much as I could according to our size. And it was, uh, it was just a good, it's a, been a good friendship and we, we have a lot in common and they're still growing um, very steadily. And uh, I am proud to know Mark and, and thank him for all his time that he has spent with me and all the knowledge I've learned from him. And then, um, so that's ongoing. That didn't stop. Um, that still applies today. He can text me. I can text him, and um, you know we can go from there. We all we did we did own a um, another type of business together as partners, and we were going to buy a heating and air conditioning company together. But I just couldn't figure out how to work it because the company we were going to buy together uh, we competed. I competed with. So I met um, a good friend of mine. His name is Kelly. And Kelly, uh, we went to church together. Kelly's probably a 10 to 12 years, I'd say 10 years, I don't even know, younger than me. He's younger than me, put it that way. And uh, passed a CPA exam first time. Um knows a lot about small business, worked for Arthur Anderson, which was one of the biggest accounting firms and one of the best at one time. That was, That's where he um, landed right out of uh, college, and lear he learned a lot from them. But, but uh, Kelly and um, a good friend, uh, Chris, who Chris Albrecht, who's no longer with us, uh, they kind of partnered together, Ammon and Albrecht, and I hired them 
I hired them to uh, coach me and um, consult with me and also coach my team. So we had, um, during that time, we'd actually come up with uh, McAfee MCU, McAfee University. I got T-shirts made, and we wore the shirts to the class. We had classes on Saturday morning, and we just talked about business growth, and it was pretty cool. That went on for quite a while. I mean, I want to say a year or two. Um, Some great advice and a lot of fun. And I want to thank Kelly. Um, He's still my best friend, uh, 30 years now, and uh, just want to thank him for all the time he put in and still puts in. He sits on my leadership team today. And then there was a guy by the name of Jerry Duff, and Jerry coached and consulted with very with presidents of very large companies like Chrysler, General Motors. Uh, he knew manufacturing very well, and I originally hired Jerry to, he gave us a leadership class, um, very unique leadership class. It was a two-day class, and I invited one of our vendors and his team to attend, and he taught the class based on a movie called 12 O'Clock High with Gregory Peck, and it was, um, it's a great movie, but he taught the entire leadership class as we watched that movie, he would play it and stop it, play it, stop it. It was, it was well done. I, I'd really love to do it again. We're, we're talking about doing it again. But I hired Jerry for that, which led to, hey, Jerry, can you go over to our, we used to have, we started a sheet metal shop from scratch back in 2006. It was called New Fab Sheet Metal. And we did work, all our own work, of course, and then we subbed it out our uh to other companies. So other companies would call us and they would we would do their sheet metal work and we had four fabricators in there at one time. So pretty good size shop. But I said, "Hey Jerry, you're you're a manufacturing guru. Can you go over and spend the day at New Fab, see if there's anything we can do to be more efficient?" And he spent the day, took some notes and basically had us move some equipment around so we didn't have as far to walk and do a few other things that, you know, just made sense for efficiency purposes that we didn't think of. And then Jerry, um, we would meet and we would, he would, he was my business coach and we would talk. And there was a lot of bigger companies, bigger groups rather, who um, wanted me to hire them um, to coach me and be, be involved in those groups. And Jerry would interview them and look at me and say, they're, they're not doing anything that we're not doing now. It would be a waste of money. So we just kept doing what we were doing. And it, it, uh, Jerry worked with me for three or four years. So it was, it was very, uh, very good. Um, in 1998, I joined an entrepreneurial center, which today is called Aileron. And it's located in Tip City, Ohio, which is about 30 minutes from me. And it is all about 
building entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs and businesses. And I was a member of that for 15 years or so, and maybe 20 years. And uh, I took, uh, in 1998, I took the president's course. And if I've not talked about that, it was way over my head in 1998. But I, I got to take it again later in uh, probably about eight years ago. I got to take it again later by the same instructor, by the way. And uh, I learned a lot more the second time. And it was good. And it helped me uh, be the president that I need to be. So, uh, but I worked a lot with Aileron and, and they, and the, the original founders of Aileron, the instructors were, um, were great and they helped me get to the next level of my company. And I still talk to a few of them today. I also met a guy named Phil Herman. He's out of Dayton, Ohio. And at the time, this has probably been 10 or 12 years ago. At the time, he was the number one realtor in Ohio. And that just intrigued me. Because do you know how hard it is to be number one in your city, in your county, besides your state? So I contacted Phil, and I said, Phil, Greg McAfee, of course he's heard of me. By that time, we were advertising pretty heavy, and he knew who I was. Actually, he wrote, I think he wrote a, uh, wrote me a note one day, uh, just said, great job, keep working hard. So I contacted him. I said, I'd like for you to train me, coach me. He said, I don't know if you do or not. <laughs> well, of course, that got my attention. I said, oh, yeah, I do. I do. I, I want you to train and coach me. And he said, I don't know. Let me think about it. So... He called me back a week later and said, here's the deal. I'll coach you under these stipulations. I, you're going you're gonna to pay me this much money. If I, if I call you and you don't answer, you just paid for that session. Um, we will meet sometimes in my office, but for the most part, we can do this over the phone. And... Um, if you don't listen to me, if you don't take my advice, um, most of the time, uh, we're done. You, you can go hire someone else. Deal. So I worked with Phil for, I don't know, probably six months. And Phil Phil challenged me because I thought, you know, sometimes you guys got to, we got to think outside the box. You say, why would you want to hire a real estate guy to train you to run a heating and air company? He wasn't training me to run a heating and air conditioning company. He was training me to be number one. That's why I hired him. He was number one. I eventually worked my way to number one. Okay? So it must have worked. But Phil challenged me. He said, uh, uh, I at the time, I, I needed to hire three people. It was like two managers and a lead person. And... I was basically hem hem hawing around and procrastinating about it. And Phil said, "Look, I want you to write me a check." He goes, "What's the amount that will hurt you?" Um, 
he said, because you're going to hire these three people or I'm going to keep your money. And, um, I said, you know, I've probably started off at 2,500. He goes, no, no, no. I said, 5,000. No. He goes, 10,000. That's enough. That's enough to hurt you. He said, you're going to write me a check for $10,000. And he said, if you don't have these three people hired in three weeks, I'm going to send this $10,000 to someone that you do not want to receive this $10,000. Of course, I thought of someone right away. And he said, however, if you do hire three people in three weeks, uh, you get to keep the $10,000 and you and your wife buy something that you normally wouldn't buy. I said, deal. So Went back, you know, went back to my office, um, put out the ads, started interviewing right away, hired one person within three days, hired a second person within a week. Trying to find that lead was hard, and uh, two days before the deadline, I got them hired, and it was exciting. And uh, he he wrote he wrote me the check back for ten thousand. Um, and I went, we went and bought something that we normally wouldn't buy. And that was a lot of fun, but it took the challenge. See, sometimes people are lacking the challenge. They get very comfortable doing what they've always done and they just want to remain in status quo. And I'm telling you, status quo will take you down fast and uh, you've got to keep moving, and you got if you're coasting, you're going downhill, and you've got to keep moving uphill, and you got to keep pedaling, and you got to keep thinking, and you got to keep reading, and you got to keep listening to something like what I'm talking about, and people like me, and you got to hang around smart people, and you've got to get a board of advisors, and you've got to get coaches, and you've got to get consultants, and you've got to get some good mentors, because not everyone I mentioned today is, was a coach. Mark Swepson is not a coach. He's a mentor. Mentor, And, you know, um, Kelly Ammon today, not, no, he's not a coach. He's an advisor. Um, my board's an advisor. They're, they advise me. So you gotta, you got to think different to get to that next level. Are, are you willing to do so? That's the question. Are you willing to do so? Can you write me a check for a certain amount and let me hold you accountable to do so? Because sometimes that's what you need. So it's been fun. It's it's been fun. It's been fun, and I the best is yet to come. Donald Trump, baby, the best is yet to come. And I believe that. I believe you know every day is a new day, and the best is yet to come. And at McAfee, we're making things happen. And we're going to grow, continue to grow and continue to dominate. And Lord willing, we're going to buy some existing businesses today. We're going to acquire some businesses for the first time in our company's history. And we're just going to continue to rock it. And we're going to um, rock it right up there for sure. So I hope this challenged you a little bit to have these kind of people in your life and it will make a difference in your life and business. I've learned a lot from these people, not only in my business, but in life. And uh, it's been good, and I want to continue to do so. So I hope this helps.
and I hope you can uh, share this with someone and they can join. And uh, I just want to continue to help you and help your business grow. Have a great day. Carry on. <laughs>